you on another time. That's how our episodes end, Ian. That's how it started this time, though. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. And this week, we're talking about Invincible by Robert Kirkman and Ryan Otley. This is uh, the second Ultimate Collection. Mm -hmm. Uh, It compiles issues 14 through 24. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, yeah, I mean, we can dive right in if you guys want. Does anyone... Did, did anything interesting happen over the week that you guys want to talk about at all? Uh, no? I mean, really. I worked the uh, Austin City Limits How was that? yesterday. It was pretty cool it was? Uh, for what it was. Yeah, I was working the food tent in the VIP section. So I was basically just making nachos and queso and brownies for rich people <laughs> who can afford bad. $1,200 tickets to a venue or a, a festival. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool, and I got to see uh, some artists that I liked. I got to see Mark Ribiet, mm-hmm. who's a DJ that I really enjoy. Uh, nice. I got to listen to Kenny Hoopla from a distance. So, oh, really? Which was kind of fun, and Band of Horses was the other one. Uh, That's cool. Greta Van Fleet was another one I got to hear from a distance. Fuck yeah. But I ended the evening uh, watching a little bit of Tyler Creator's absolutely ridiculous set, where he had Blah. fireworks and an entire speedboat on mechanics on stage and like a little cloud interesting platform that like raised him up like halfway up into the sky so So. he was high oh yeah he was high (laughs) for sure anyway what are we talking about again we're talking about invincible um so yeah this is this (laughs) is we're talking about the second collection of invincible um it was surprising to see how much the show was able to pull from these issues Mm -hmm. that take place after the omni omni man uh, battle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you guys feel about some of the selection of stories? Well, I was very, like you just said, intrigued on the fact that even though all of this is post, you know, Omni Man mm-hmm. fight and everything that, you know, leads up to that, pretty much every issue we read was information we'd already been given in the show. I don't yeah, think right. there really was anything in the whole. There was, yeah, there was definitely stuff that. I mean, a little bit, but nothing yeah. too crazy. And even no. the last few issues were just more. Like leading up to things we we already got the resolve of in yeah. the show, so I was very surprised that um, we didn't get more um, future. Because even just seeing some of the covers, you know, with a little bit the unfortunate little bits of things I know mm-hmm. leading up into it, I thought we I was excited to or ex- at least expecting. Some yeah, but more. what do you know? I'm I'm interested to know. Like, what do you know? What do you mean? I mean, I just know that there are like other Viltrumites, uh-huh. you know, that he definitely has to deal with and fight. And I know one of them has like some crazy name, like murder or like, massacre <laughs> or like something like that. And he like comes to Earth and is like a big problem. And he basically is like another Omni-Man oh, okay. looking guy with like a, you know, black hair and like super tough. And so yeah. I know like that's Did you thing. read that online or something? I've just seen like yeah. panels for oh, it, you know, okay. like I unfortunately, I, like bad. I follow, you know, Ryan Otley. And so like, yeah. you know, I've just seen the information like put out there and so mm-hmm. um are you shopping on amazon right now yes i'm sorry my new phone comes in tomorrow and i totally forgot i need to get a case before i can oh, use it. What, what, kind of, what kind of phone yeah what kind of phone uh the 13 pro oh interesting yeah so, I'm so this is like a phone. brand new mm-hmm. iphone yeah but i'm probably gonna have it for like four years that's the only reason oh, yeah. i'm getting the brand new one so right I can now have yeah. it for the next four or five years true so um that's are you exciting yeah what, <laughs> what, what, what do you want right a now new phone uh, the XR. Oh yeah, you're you're getting old, huh? Yeah, exactly. So I just need a new phone. That's really it. Interesting. I apologize. I am still present, participating. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, in this selection of issues, we got to see the um, the battle with the Stone Man. What's his name? Uh, Big Rock Man. He says <laughs> he says Rock On in this Dude. fucking. Oh my issue. god! When he said Titan. Rock On, yes, yeah. I was dying. Yeah, and so we get to see the actual issues where this takes place in from the the animated series. Right. Um, We see, oh, the Mars issue, which I would argue the issue does a much cleaner, better job than the episode did. I felt like the Mars episode fell pretty flat for me in the series. Yeah, I felt like I should have probably rewatched some of the series again, having read a lot of this to get freshened up on, to have more opinions like that. That's how I felt while reading it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the entire time I was like, fuck, I kind of want to be watching this too at the same time. Because we had seen so much of it already. But um, yeah, I definitely would agree with that. And I liked the Mars issue a whole lot. You know what I mean? I thought actually getting to see it put to panels and stuff, it was Mm -hmm. a lot more fun, especially like the, you know, the, the, you get, it's so much 
much more fun to have that reveal of like where it's like a conversation gone wrong and then just the yeah. immediate reaction like run yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i think that's so fun on comic book panels and so like i was excited to like turn the page and know that that was exactly where it was going mm, you yeah know? Uh, in a way that exactly i enjoyed that issue a, a whole bunch and i really like uh you know the artwork you know i really yeah. love ryan otley's art and i know it's gonna do nothing but grow from, from what we're seeing right yeah. now, you know, I always keep this mindset of like, these are pretty old comics. You know, he wrote this like 15 years ago, I think is what we guessed. Um, or, you know, well, he right. drew it. Yeah. yeah he drew, you know, he yeah. drew it about 15 years ago. And so it's, <laughs> you know, I have to believe this was probably early work for him in a sense of like probably one of his the first things that was like really big. For sure. A big project for yeah. him. And so I have to believe that art's going to do nothing and improve from what is already super enjoyable yeah for, for sure me, and know? and honestly the art is the one thing that made this so readable for me mm -hmm. because the dialogue at some point is fucking thick so i wanted to talk on this yeah i think last time we read invincible it was with the show and so i feel like it felt better for me yeah this time absolutely. reading it after reading you know weeks and weeks of of momentous great books yeah. this dialogue felt very hammy it felt i think i said it in the original episode that we did it feels so convenient mm -hmm. where it's like everything is exactly what the character needs to know in order to move on to the next thing that they need to say right and i just i feel like we've read better dialogue since in previous weeks that this felt like huh i don't know I don't know. It just didn't feel good. It felt like whatever writing to me. So you, you almost feel like the the quality of the show and the improvements it kind of made to the the comic book basically made it more enjoyable. Do you think we would have enjoyed around. the first 13 issues as much if we wouldn't have been had the show, the show to also with it? I guess is my question. To I think I would have enjoyed it just – I mean because I even said in the other episode, yeah. I think I like the comic book better. And so I think I still stand with that because – even though the dialogue is not spectacular, the efficiency of story is really great in these books. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he, Robert Kirkman knows how to pace out a whole page in order for the next page reveal to be, you know, a change of place. Now we're with Angstrom Levy instead or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so he knows he like the the he knows the real estate that he has to work with and he knows how to fill it properly. And regardless of whether the dialogue is good or not is, you know, where I, I stand on it. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. I understand. Um, dang it. I literally just lost my thought. <laughs> well, I, I honestly kind of shot myself in the foot uh -huh. um, when reading this, because like I told you all before podcast, I kind of procrastinated in reading yeah. this and, I think I, we all kind of did. I honestly, bit, huh? yeah, both of y'all actually said y'all kind of procrastinating yeah. as well. But um, I, what I usually do is I, you'll look over it. I'll look over what I can. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, you, you'll yeah, like you'll I, sit down and look over what I'll you look have. At the comics and like I'll I'll try to see how much dialogue is in them so I could kind of like uh, parse it. parse it and yeah. like yeah and do it time appropriately. Mm -hmm. But I didn't fucking look at these comics until Friday. Oh shit! And so when I looked at them, which y'all gave me, I was like, "Oh great, like, this, <laughs> this is going to kind of suck." And so it made it worse for me. I because got I bad took news so for long. your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these issues had more words than the first thirteen. I, I, that's what was, that's what I was going to speak on. That's yeah, the, the thought I lost. I felt like these were much more dialogue heavy mm. issues. Um, than the first 13 issues were. Mm -hmm. I thought they, I mean, because I remember us talking on how it was such a page turner. You know, yeah. it was one of those that we thought was so so easy to just kind of get through and read. And there was that was the opposite issue with this. I felt like there was so much reading to do. Every, so many panels had multiple, you know, yeah. full paragraph boxes in them to get through. Um, some of the dialogue I even kept missing because, it, because yeah. it's just like the way it's spread out so strangely sometimes on the panels, you know? Um, no, that, I mean, it's... so dense and it's so dense to get through, you know? You know, it's funny that 
we talk about how the words are placed mm -hmm. for the first, I don't know, 15 or so issues. Robert Kirkman himself, the writer, lettered the book. He chose where to put the words and stuff. It, I noticed it wasn't until like issue 16 or so, maybe a little bit later, issue 20, maybe, where he they got a letter. There was a letter. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's kind of interesting to see it that way, because I, I noticed that whenever we first read the first 13 issues mm -hmm. and I was like, huh, he letters his own stuff. It does feel just a tad bit wonky, but I mean, that's just what you have to work with whenever you can't get, you can't hire a pro to do right. the work. You, you know? can, Russ Wooton. Yeah. That's the pro they got. What issue, oh, okay. you do you know what issue that he first appeared um, in? Well, he's definitely in 17. Let me look. He's definitely in 16. So I think I was kind of on the money when I said 15. He's definitely in 15. Oh, never mind. Let's see if he's in issue 14. That's where it is? He's in issue 14. Oh, no. Okay, so then he's in every single issue that we've read. Yeah, that's interesting. He would, I think, but he's not in 13. So, so yeah, yeah, the first he, it, collection was all lettered by Robert Kirkman. That's interesting. Did you go back and reread any of the previous stuff that we had read, Kenny? I read issue 13 again. Um, yeah. But more just kind of like quick flip through it but i once again it, i felt like it was pretty quick and easy to do that with because you get so much i mean well this is a bad example that yeah. there are large contents of dialogue for that final because there's so much explaining to do at the end of that comic but i don't know there was something about this that just read so much denser you mm -hmm. know like i felt like i even had to take the time much more to slow down and read the information and uh parse what it was yeah. you know significantly more than i felt like i had to do in spite of once again this all being content that we've we had kind of experience, mm. you know, so to go or, um, on a little bit of some of the stuff we hadn't seen. One of the main issues was one of the earlier ones, which is where he goes to get married to the, oh, right. the, the, Aquarius, <laughs> the Mer woman, the Mer woman yeah. bride. Uh, yeah. Her name's Aquarius uh, or something. Yeah. Aquarius. Or uh, something? They, I know they call her the queen. Aquaria. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty fun yeah. issue for being something we hadn't gotten mm. to see in the invincible universe a little bit. And, uh, I thought it was hilarious to, you know, of course it always, it's like Futurama. They always got to go with like Snoo Snoo in the public space. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's always like you got to do it in front of everybody. That's how we do it here. You know? <laughs> it's like, why is that always like a culture of like underwater creatures? Uh, yeah. I mean, Zoidberg in Futurama, Zoidberg's pre uh, people did that. Exactly. I wonder which Super came weird. first. That's such a good call. The Zoidberg I, or the Aquaria. Yeah. <laughs> or the Invincible. Uh, I'm going to look up Zoidberg fucking. And see what I, happens. I, I, it's a good one. Dude, that's fucking dope. Um, that's a good one, too. I actually like that one more because that's no, more on that's more good. on part of the art style I traditionally like, which yeah. is... Uh, you like that gritty kind I of I like that style. gritty shit. I like being able to see the paint strokes. So Bender testifies in open court against Donbot. No, this one looks like this one looks like he's moving, and that's what I like about it. You know, you know, there's, you know there's this... What? This whole computer right here. Yeah, I know. And then I have to click away from Audacity and everything. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, the, that issue was pretty fun. I I like that Invincible can do that, where they can give us some somewhat of a contained issue. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the first 13 issues did that a lot more than these issues did. I think it's the one thing that still makes this, in a way, feel like an honest superhero story mm -hmm. you know we still get times for him to step aside from like his main struggles to like deal with silly things like that you know yeah. so we didn't get you're right you're right so much of that um in these later issues you know i felt like it really dealt with more of the main problems going right. on with him directly how did you guys feel about um his mom always drinking <laughs> You're an alcoholic. <laughs> that. Um, if I was her son, that's what I would say. Like, you're an alcoholic. I mean, some people have their vices, man. I yeah. can't. You can't really blame. What her. is the uh, the suit but makers art? Art. I I actually would be even more mad with art for essentially yes. advocating yeah. her to do it. You know, and being he's, like, hey, he's enabling her. Yeah, he's enabling her and busting his balls for being like, hey, leave her alone. Let her be an alcoholic right now. She's got a lot going on. It's like, no, fuck you. There's other ways she could be dealing with dealing this. with this shit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, there are two major differences that I just kind of want to Yeah, someone there. who didn't Between read the first the, 13 issues. Yeah, but yeah, so I was going into this, I was like kind of thrown off, like, oh, 
Amber's white in this comic. <laughs> yeah. Because in the, in the show, she's a, a black girl. Yeah, Amber, played by yeah. Zazie Beats. And um, what's it called? And on top of that, William's gay in the show. Yeah. And he's straight in the I comics, think he's straight for now. now. Okay. That's my prediction. I don't know well, for sure. Because okay, when he was dating, we started dating Adam Eve, I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I felt like we got a little bit of that in with... George is that his name? Oh, oh, the other student. I don't know. His, I don't think his name is George. Um, but you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, so, the, so one, the one that was already a freshman that showed them around campus. That in the show, William does like. Oh, okay. You know I think you're talking about. Yeah. He yeah. ends up I being turned like into Andrew, like the cyborg the robot guy. Yeah, yeah, the cyborg monster. Anyway, um, that so that is to just fill you in a little bit. That's where we finish. Essentially, is seeing that that's. That he's oh, being, from, from one of the latter, read? the last things we see in the last couple of issues yeah. we read is that we're seeing him being experimented oh, right. on yeah. as the first living organism that that creepy Sinclair, got, yeah, Sinclair, the D A Sinclair, yeah, yeah. Is, is District we, Attorney Sinclair, <laughs> <laughs> P D Sinclair. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, but yeah, um, I don't. I hope that William becomes gay and i hope that amber becomes black, black somehow, uh, yeah. <laughs> well and with amber the one thing for you oh to know God. is that she's really not in the first 13 issues yeah we essentially just see all. her slip him the we hear her explain that she slipped him a love note you know or like um mm-hmm. and that's all we really see of her in the first at the 13 end of the issues. first 13 yeah okay. or in the first 13 issues so she became much more prevalent Mm-hmm. And this, in this, uh, well, I'm saying in this second right. arc that for we're sure, reading, for sure. but obviously was more important right out the gate. That's what the show essentially did is I feel like maybe took these two seasons and smashed them together. And True. maybe it's going to be right. here or these two seasons, these two yeah, arcs collections. and collections and smash them together. And it's going to be moving on from here where it's going to be the stuff we didn't experience. That, right. That, that series on Amazon. So now we need to pick, you know, yeah. pick up Invincible again, again before yeah. the, the show picks up again. So that we'll actually have some fresh content. You know, I saw really some enjoy. compendiums of Invincible uh-huh. in comic, in a comic book store recently mm-hmm. in alien worlds. And they're so fucking thick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's like, like holy three shit. big compendiums or something like that. Yeah. We were talking about it off cast and he said, I think it's 144 issues. Yeah. As we said, so. and that's not including like, you know, six issues of Guardians of the Globe here, or you know, four issues of whatever the fuck over there. All you the know extra. I mean? So it's just the main storyline. There's would you say 106? 144. 144. No, that's, gosh, it's gosh, 144, that's... not including all that. Kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. You know? That's fucking. It's... it's it's a thick book. Um, did you read any of the Angstrom Levy stuff with the I Mahler twins? I read the twins? very beginning where they get the Mahler twins to the other dimension. Okay. Yeah, and then he's like. He basically tells them what he wants them to do, like combine all their knowledge into him, yeah. essentially. I think that was maybe the most exciting stuff to read in I this I thought run. it was badass. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And, and the freshest Yeah, stuff that's for us. because it's we haven't seen it before. There is no mm-hmm. Angstrom Levy, as far as we know, in the show. I mean, we could rewatch it and be like, oh, look, there he is, you know, right. but. I mean, the name sounds familiar, so he might be in there somewhere but, but we, in the background exactly yeah and so it's it's interesting to see it like this because obviously he must yeah i'll i'll crap i'll, I'll crap uh, a soda later um, <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's interesting to see him here now because it's like damn what the fuck is gonna happen with this guy yeah. i should let you know paul damien <laughs> um much like the Mulder twins help robot turn his little ugly body into little boy body mm-hmm. um they help him obviously try to consolidate all of the multiversal um, mindscapes of, of Angstrom, Angstrom into yeah. one body. So they do end up doing it. Yeah, but it fails. Ooh. And, well, it it succeeds, but there's a side effect because it in quotes fails, and that's because Invincible comes to stop them, and in the process he has to remove the helmet, and that it causes. The fucking whole place to explode. By the way, like he says in a dozen different universes, he has a huge collection of Angstrom levies in like warehouses. Yes. And so he has a couple dozen of Mulder, Mulder twins in all those universes as well. Interesting. So he brings them all to fight Invincible and he gets real fucked up about it. Um, but then the whole fucking warehouse explodes. And because of that, it mutates his brain. So like his whole like upper spinal column down his back is now his brain as well as the top of his head if you've ever seen the movie the time machine 
and the thing that controls all the monsters in that movie. This is, I don't know if you've ever seen, seen it, that. but it reminds me of that. It's it's the guy with like a whole brain for like the back of his spine and up into his head. That and sounds so kind of badass. It is kind of badass. Um, but I think the one thing that I'm always I love the Mauler twins for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think they're hilarious. I think they're cool characters because they're these giant brutes that keep cloning themselves that are super smart. And I just, I don't want both of them to die. And because there's two of them, it's always perfect opportunity to kill one of them off. Yeah. And it breaks my heart still. <laughs> I love the fact that um, neither neither us or them will ever know if one of them really <laughs> is yeah. the real one. Because they could both be twins at this point. Yeah, or, at uh, this point, clones. they both are more yeah. than likely twins. I mean, clones. clones. God, God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at this point, they're both more than likely clones. Yeah. And... There's no, I forgot what it was, but there was like a show or a movie um, that we had watched or Uh covered, and we talked about this. About clones? About clones and how it's essentially the same thing as the Mauler Twins. uh, Chip Zdarsky's life story, Spider Man life story? Yes, that's what it was. Because Ben Riley shows up in that one. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Which, by the way, they're making Ben Riley the main Spider Man in the normal continuity again. So. Well, we might read some of that at some point. All right. Um, the Zadarsky uh, uh, chip miss is coming up, you guys. So at the end... Put a or, smile on my face. Yeah. At the <laughs> beginning of uh, December, at the end of November, actually, we'll be starting that. And that'll be a lot of fun. Do we already have um, I stuff have, scheduled? I have on it. the. It's yeah. on the... Yeah, it's okay. on the list. It's on the okay, list. So we, I'm gonna look at the we're list. We're gonna check right it now. twice. Find out if Chip is naughty or nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's naughty. Yes. Um, we'll be right back. We'll be talking about that invincible. We'll be right back. We'll uh, we'll be right back. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> hey guys, we're back. Um, thank you for waiting. Yeah, for we us. are talking about yep. invincible and. In- the first ep- half of this episode, I was trying to do a voice to make myself sound better, but apparently it's not so fun. So here's <laughs> yeah, classic so Kenny fun. back for the cast, guys. <laughs> Here I am. So, well, uh, what impression would you say that that was? Dark Kenny, <laughs> Nega Kenny, monotone Kenny. You know, it's like going back and listening to these, some of these episodes. I think I mean we can all relate to it a yeah. little bit. We just like you know, it's like putting screws through your skull to listen to your own voice. So yeah. it's just me trying to be different you know <laughs> yeah or more acceptable to my own ears but apparently this works guys so here we are all natural Ooh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> we all okay. have the same reaction i'm gonna tell you how to open a soda on a cast it's like this yeah i i don't know how i did mine it was like a fucking mine like a a space chamber like fucking that's kind of a good comparison. reactivating or something yeah, like you opened a door on a plane <laughs> That's my Ken. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, we're still talking about Invincible. Um, the it's it is incredible how much was in the show from this second arc. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying before. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was picking a hair off of my microphone. <laughs> but there is one thing that I found extremely peculiar that happened in these issues that was only I think real estate wise one page, and it's the return of Damian Darkblood. Oh, yeah. Where he yeah. comes back and he's like, I think I have a, a lead on that uh, <laughs> Guardians <laughs> of the Globe murder. Poor Damien Darkblood. And they're like, homie, that been solved, homie. <laughs> and she fucking like, laughs at him yeah. as he's walking away. I'd have killed her. So do you think that was a, a, a fucking... I would have killed him. <laughs> he's a demon. <laughs> he's already gone to hell. Right? <laughs> I'm a demon. Oh, I should have that as a soundbite. I've said Great that job. before. Yeah. I just forget to get it. You know? Yeah. Um, do you think that that was a joke? Do you think it's a joke that, like, uh, he still is trying to figure it out? Or do you think that that leads into something, like, a deeper conspiracy than we're even aware of right now? Interesting. Huh. I felt like it was them having to explain away where he went. You know what I mean? Because I don't think we ever got any resolve to him in the first 13 issues. So it See, was like, maybe, I want to believe that it, it's I, a deeper I, conspiracy. I, mean, I would yeah. like to believe that. But it to me, it more felt like, oh, uh, we need to show that something he isn't happened. just out there, you know, still trying to solve the already solved investigation i mean but that, that doesn't me want to dismiss damien darkblood i want right. to believe he's still going to be a very prevalent or important character you know because i of how 
the much show m- the show prevalently represented mm-hmm. him you know they obviously have foreknowledge to like know who's going to be key players exactly. moving forward so i know he's important it's just very interesting yeah i love to that name. understand why damien that... darkblood <laughs> it's so badass paul like, damien darkblood i wish my name was paul damien darkblood it can be but then everybody would be like are oh, you a vampire <laughs> Your name should be John Paul Damien Darkblood. I hate you. Do you remember when my stepmom called you John Paul Damien? Do you remember when like your stepmom called me Paul Damien the Pants Man? Yes, I yes. do remember that. Fucking Stephen and Mikey always make that joke. Still? Yes, like the other the day. Pants Man? Yes, because she used to like this guy in high school. And they she dated. said I looked like him. And yeah. he, his dad owned like a pants shop or some shit. So they like called that. him the Pants Man. Dang, you're the Pants Man. <laughs> but the other, I, I'm wearing you new pants today. You should never have told today. me this. <laughs> but the I'm other wearing day, new pants too. The other day I was wearing these pants and Mikey was like, I always see you in new pants recently. And Steven was all, that's because he's the Pants Man. <laughs> the new Pants Man. Yeah, fuck God you guys. It. Dang, how aggressively it stopped yeah no but uh to go back to damien darkblood real quick paul damien paul damien dark john paul damien (laughs) (laughs) the second um um, i think it's i think it has to lead to something because in when we first saw him in the first 13 Mm -hmm. uh issues issues, he straight up said oh i don't I don't think Omni-Man did it. I talked to him already. And it was like, he was, I felt like he was just like a a goofy little character that we got to see for a second. Yeah. And I think like Robert Kirkman may have gone back and been like, I want to do more with this Damien Darkblood guy. And so now he's building some sort of weird conspiracy behind it all. Like what if, what if Cecil had asked Omni-Man to kill, to allow the Viltrumites to come because Cecil wants the Viltrumite army on his side, yeah. or at least he to be on the Viltrumite like, side. He feels like he'll be able to like control them or like manipulate well, no. them as like a police maybe force he over just the planet. Maybe understands you know? that like if they like fight, it'll be worse right. for them. No, but I'm just I'm just trying to say like if there were to be a deeper conspiracy behind this, it has to be Cecil. It would have mm-hmm. to be Cecil mm-hmm. because he knows everything. He's allowed to twist the story now that Omni Man's not there to back himself up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's our less moral Nick Fury. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Actually. Nick Fury is already pretty immoral. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a less moral version of him. True. Spe- speaking of Cecil, uh-huh. I love the fact that. Um, because in the in the show, he's constantly using the teleporter. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but I love the fact that while I was reading this, they barely introduced the teleporter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he starts it off by saying, you know, it costs taxpayers $5 million every time I teleport. <laughs> and he's all, but I just had to try it out. Yep. And then later on, he's with the... Um, What's that what guy it? that's not Phil Coulson? Donald. Donald. Donald Coulson. <laughs> um, <laughs> Donald Phil Coulson. But he's with him, and he's like, do you need a ride? And he's like, no one to teleport and he's like you've already used that like six times this week <laughs> he's like yeah i think i'm addicted <laughs> it's kind of like wouldn't you be because it's such an act of power in yeah, a way it's to so like, cool to, to not only teleport but it, i mean even on the other side know that it's like a five million dollar thing you get to do at the touch of a finger if you yeah. feel like it. it's like it's like a power thing you know so it's like yeah i just wasted 40 million dollars this week it's fun as me <laughs> <laughs> um how do you guys feel about robot and his um dilemmas yeah the (laughs) fact that he they kind of contradict themselves with how they talk about him within the story where they're like oh you know you're not a good leader but then also the people that he's leading are like well you always help me whenever we're in the battle unlike the immortal and then people are like oh well he's not a good leader and then other people are like he's the smartest dude i know you know what what do you think that that's leading to i mean what is gonna happen to robot in the fucking invincible cartoon well and we did get to see that he does have like the little creepy Mm -hmm. body version of himself so i'm wondering if we're gonna get the literal thing that happened in the show which is that he becomes like a small explode you know or if yeah. it's uh, if that was something they chose to maybe do a little differently in the, in the series right i don't know if another thing you didn't notice but shrinking ray is a man in, yeah. <laughs> yes, in, in the comic book too so there was a few choices that the show made and to, to make it a more uh inclusive inclusive series yeah you know, that's what i was gonna say that I, I feel like any of the changes that i did notice they were mainly to fit today's climate as far as like politically you know what i mean absolutely true um yeah no i mean i i feel like because 
like I said in the first episode, I feel like two of my favorite characters that aren't anywhere towards the front or leading is Robot and the Molar Twins. Right. And I'm always like, I don't want anything bad to happen to these characters. <laughs> and I feel like Robert Kirkman is the same way, where he's like, he keeps like putting them, doing them, having them do weird tasks, keeps bringing them back as as like somewhat of a key player, yeah. even though we don't really get any like alone time with any of those characters. You know what I mean? That's so true. Yeah, no, and I definitely think there's like a weird heartfelt mm-hmm. side to Robot's whole story arc, you know, and we see uh, once again more of it in the show that I don't know how much that is literally what we're going to get moving on into the comic book, but we right. definitely got the hin- indications towards those. You know, we start to see him try mm-hmm. to help Monster Girl. Um, we see him talk to his own body, you know, mm-hmm. so, so we obviously see that he's trying to change himself. Um, I thought it was interesting, yeah, that it wasn't him that we see the Muller Twins help, but rather we get the Angstrom uh, Levy kind of arc. And so I'm wondering, same thing, you know, is it going to be something that he helps himself or is the, the surviving Mauler twin going to, is that what they're going to come back? Is that the True. next time we're going to yeah. see that Mauler? Or well, in the other two, the, our two got knocked so far away. I think they survived. No, one right? of them blocked the other one's body from being disintegrated. But I think our two, the main two got knocked so far away that they, no, because no? yeah, they I'm, see I'm the confident because it's the one that has the goatee okay. and the nose ring that dies. I'm not wanting to argue with you. I just want to double check. Okay. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Um, well, while Kenny's well, doing that, I, I'm hoping that, well, not hoping, I feel like no. the distinction between like those two, right? I know what you're talking about. Keep going and you'll find that that one, that's, those are the, they're in the explosion is the point. It, it, I was just confused keep, because it seems like they get knocked so far oh, back, I so get what far away say. that I thought those two were, and we just, cause obviously there's like 50 maulers in that, right. any of Only them. one mauler out of all of them died. Ever or the tattoos. No, lived. No. Well, oh, yeah. lived. No, he has a goatee. I think. Okay. So there, once again, there were so many maulers in that scene. It could yeah. have been R two got knocked far away, and then just all the other maulers from all the other. That could have been a convenient way to get rid of the right. remaining maulers. Right. You know? And they all die except mm. for literally one, and it's the one one of the ones that's from our universe. Okay, that's that was a little confusion. For okay, me. I, I it was confusing for me too. I was like, did they both die? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, no, but ba- just back to robot. I mm-hmm. I do feel like he has a lot of potential to be a good leader but he's just so young and inexperienced i don't think he has it yeah yet. i mean that's really all it is how old do you think robot may be because is he a kid in this show like we just know that he's like this deformed baby monster Mm -hmm. um yeah do you think he is like 13 and that's why he likes monster girl so much i mean yeah that's true i figured he was like 20 Okay. Um, I, f- I mean, I, w- I would imagine he's even older than that. And yeah. we get a little bit of explanation in the show on why he's so attached to Monster Girl, which is that he feels like they are in a similar struggle. Oh, they are like trapped in, in bodies that they yeah. can't have no control over. That's you very know? true. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which is more stuff that the show blew its load on, you know, too hard. Even, I mean, see, to, and to think about it, there, so there's obviously stuff it passed this arc even in potentially there's stuff that will be in the third and fourth arcs that we have already experienced in the series so that's both applauding them for their ability to condense all the story down in a way that is impressive yeah i mean there's very little that we've now read in 24 issues we didn't see and i mean it was only like eight episodes right it It was only eight episodes so that's pretty wild to have gotten so much uh done i mean they were an hour long each episode was right they're an hour long yeah i'm trying to think like fuck eight hours that's Four or four mm-hmm. hours, like eight episodes. That's what I was trying to think of. But yeah, they're an yeah. hour long. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, that means the Mars episode really sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, because I think it's pretty much just that. Right? Yeah, it feels. Uh, well, I think he's having a dilemma with amber before and after he comes back right um but i mean other than that yeah that's the thing that pulls him away to the point that she is like done with him mm-hmm. in the series i think yeah. is what it is um i want to talk more about angstrom levy mm-hmm. and how i feel like there's a good chance he's been nixed from the show altogether because mm. i mean why why have the Mauler twins help Robot instead, unless that does happen again later? It just feels weird that they they kind of swapped those out. They're mm-hmm. like, how about we just skip the, the Angstrom Levy thing altogether and just have Maulers help Robot out? You know what I mean? I want to believe that the next, Angstrom Levy may be the next big arc 
for the next yeah season. I think they were trying to save that because it it feels like a lot. Because the whole point of this first season was to get to the finale that Omni Man was the the deceiver, you know. And so they still, it's like they had the fact that they were hour long episodes is probably the the not issue, but the reality that they had so much time they needed to fill, but a finale that they had to. End, end on, on. you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. So they, there's only so much else, or other stuff that would lead into a future. I feel like they maybe wanted to put into it, you know. So I will. I I want to believe Angstrom Levy will be the big thing moving into this next season, and we'll probably get the entire Angstrom Levy arc in season two of that would be cool. Invincible. You know, we'll see everything that he he does. Yeah, so. I, I like that. Um, Paul Damien mm-hmm. in the season in the series in the show uh, the uh, the Amazon. <laughs> Shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> in the show, um we see Omni-Man kill the Guardians of the Globe at the end of the first issue. Right. In the first comic, episode. right, in the first episode. Good call. In the comic book, you're an alcoholic. In the comic book, <laughs> we don't see him do that until like 5 issues in. Oh, okay. And that was something that I had a big issue with with the show was that it mm. I felt like it blew its load way too soon. And I felt like we should have cooked longer with Omni-Man being someone to stride for, look at as good before we did that twist. Yeah. You know what I mean? I somewhat agree with you. Mm-hmm. My problem with that is that when I watched that first episode, I watched it with a good amount of other people. And nobody gave a fuck about it until the last 10 minutes of that episode. Oh. And that's kind of why i feel like they did that because there was so much they that they had, had to, to cover that they had to have something meaty at the end to get people to come back for the next and, episode. and that's what i talked on a little bit yeah. is i feel like they really just wanted to like exactly like hook you know just hook the fish in that exactly. moment um and really state like this is what this is going to be about and create the the drama that we had throughout that season of like mm-hmm. the mystery of who killed the guardians of the globe. Cause right. we don't get, you know, nearly as much of that, um, in the comic so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, cause it's by issue five that they die. And then by issue 13 that it's being resolved. So it's a little bit more quick where the whole season's built essentially around that mystery. And it's not till the finale that it's revealed to everyone. So I felt like it was, the season was built more around that ideology of like who killed them versus, you know, the series just being like more about invincibles rise into being right. the hero that he is, you know, which do you think is better where it's, you know, all fed out to you and hooked the the viewer in on that first episode, or if it were to have cooked a little bit longer with Omni Man, in, in a general speaking, not so much like who does it grab attention for, but like who, which, which, which do you prefer? Hmm, that's interesting because I I love to speculate. Mm-hmm. I love to speculate about what's going to happen next or what right. could potentially happen. Um, but at the same time. I kind of like the idea of like being omnipresent, knowing everything that is going to happen while it's happening. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's kind of a, a cool thing, but I don't, I don't necessarily feel like the show does that too much. No. You know, where it, it, it was really just that first episode that really gives you something they probably it, shouldn't have given you just yet. Like I would have been cool with it being a fucking silhouette fighting the guardians of the globe and that's all they showed you yeah i think that would have been really fucking cool but then there's a few things that they wouldn't have been able to do like showing like some shots of the guardians of the globe fighting back they wouldn't have been able to do which oh yeah because then it would have given it away and see and one one big another big difference is that he doesn't get beaten to shit nearly as bad in the comic in the comic he doesn't get beaten to the point of being hospitalized you know like he he pretty much kills them with essentially not a scratch you know? and where in the yeah. show he got beaten to such a degree that he was also hospitalized and it had to be under the cover of him also of just being have been attacked you know right the so, guardians of the globe are so much more formidable in the show in the show absolutely yeah he just kind of rips him a new one in the comic and then it's more of like a, oh i just wasn't around you know like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for that to have happened you know so i think that's something the show did I mean, did better is that if this was truly their ultimate fighting force, which the comic kind of drives home, is that now, I mean, they were so good at their jobs, they are almost they were impossible. Nearly perfect. They were all, they're nearly perfect and almost impossible to replace. I feel like he wouldn't have been able to just like 
tear them apart like that. Yeah. But I think the, it, it's him trying to balance those things of like how just overly dominating the Viltrumites really are. And right. that's, we get the whole Alan the Alien. Right. We get a whole issue about Alan the Alien. I think you, I, guess, I didn't get to it. Yeah. No. And so, and the thing we learn about him is that he was essentially like genetically engineered just to fight Viltrumites. They mm. built him the way that he is, you know, and did all this testing and stuff on him and, and the attempts to make a weapon capable of facing them. And they thought they'd succeeded because they hadn't found anything in the, you know, to put up against him that could beat him. And then his first encounter with Viltrumites, they kicked the ever living shit out of him. Yeah. And so now his, what he's, at, you know, we get a little bit of in the show where he explains that he goes around just making sure every planet has a, Guardian. Something a guardian strong enough to protect it, but what he's actually doing is trying to find things that can defeat him. Because if they can defeat him, then maybe they can also defeat the Viltrumites. Right. He's like a, a test meter, you know, for the yeah. for the coalition of planets yeah. is what they're called. And that's know? why he shows such interest in Invincible. Mm-hmm. Something that interests me is why the coalition of or why the Viltrumites would allow the coalition of planets to, to exist. even exist I if feel there's like such a if there's such a force couldn't they just go in there and just you know like i think that they're probably too spread out that's what they talk yes, about in that issue that's what also I was say. and that they're still trying to conquer when it seems like they have a long ways to go well yeah. if you if you um remember where he basically he talks about yeah like you said they're spread mm-hmm. too thin but they're gonna go to each go to different planets and stay there for five hundred years yeah is what he said so this is a long term goal that they have mm-hmm. planned yeah and so they don't want to do anything that's gonna mess that up and that's why I can imagine that they're not gonna destroy the coalition of planets you know it's just they're they're acting as such a force against them in so many ways you know what mm-hmm. I mean I have to believe they're still like Viltrum a planet that has many many Viltramites on it you know what I mean in spite of them having slaughtered most of their own species you know from our or maybe they're just so arrogant that they they're like they don't even worry about it you know what I mean they're like oh we'll conquer them we see that they're they're mentioned that they're spread thin in the sense that it talks about um, how they're using other already conquered species as like infantry as infantry yeah alright one moment while I go save a kitty cat are you serious it's like triple double flip from a couple double so, chip. Yeah. Double chip, double trip, yeah. triple chip, double chip, double trip, triple chip, double chip. It's like triple double flip from a couple double chip. Double chip, double trip, triple chip, double chip. I like that Alan the Alien has like half of the origin story that Beta Ray Bill has. Yeah. Kinda. He really is. And he even kinda looks like Beta Ray Bill. Well, I it made me think. If they were to cast Beta Ray Bill for the MCU, they could get Seth Rogen. They can get Alan? The, well, would Seth you actually you'd be about that? I would be totally Honestly, fine with, with that. Honestly, with the way the Thor movies are now, absolutely. Yeah. So you, you would me. have them cast Donkey Kong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I think that's a great idea. Can either of you do a Seth Rogen laugh? I can't. Laugh. Hey, hey Thor, you need a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> You're an alcoholic. Uh, um, so one small character I kind of wanted to talk about because we only got a little mm-hmm. bit of it, and I don't even know. And I guess you also didn't get to this then. Is was the Darkwing? Oh right. Yeah, that we get a little bit the of protege. Yeah, we get a little bit of Darkwing's protege. Um, Darkwing two. Darkwing take having ta- it's basically Robin having taken over the Batman role is what they're you know. That's is, Nightwing. You know. <laughs> well, this is Darkwing, the character in Invincible. <laughs> yeah, I get you, um, I get you. but I just thought it was dope that they like had this whole small thing where we essentially get like a multi-dimensional mm-hmm. hint at in the Invincible universe because it was one of the few things that really showed. You know, where I would argue there's a multiverse and multi-dimensions are like kind of two different things. Oh, okay. They talk about how this is on, they're all like another plane mm-hmm. from all the creatures that are in this because he like he's fighting Invincible and he like pulls him into this dark like realm essentially and then tries tries to leave him there but he invincible's grip so strong he literally can't get him to let go of his wrist and he's like <laughs> we can't stay here there's shit here that we can't see until it's and even when it's right on top of us and he's like all right well i'm pretty sure i'll survive in here longer than you will <laughs> so he's like so i guess we're gonna sit here and he literally forces <laughs> him to sit there until he's like fuck never mind and like walks out with him i thought it was i thought it was so cool That's but also rad. kind of a bummer that it was just so easy for it to be like finished yeah. off and he just like carried him to jail after that is that um, the um stra- same realm from uh, stranger things exactly I Oh, uh, the, the dark like, dimension where yeah. Dormammu is. The upside right. Yeah. Yeah. 
where so, um, Dormammu. Where uh, Dormama is. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Steve. Uh, the mother of all doors. <laughs> Doc Strange. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I, I liked that. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I was like, I'm hoping did for you, more from that. You know Did you mean? believe Cecil when he was just so effortlessly just like, yeah, he did it. What, what, what else could it be? No, see, I think that's stuff showing that Cecil is more Up of a villain something. that we're being led on to. I, I've, I've believed that from issue one. You know, mm-hmm. Cecil's too nice, you know, yeah. in, in well, some ways. I was like, what am I missing? Oh, Invincible <laughs> goes to a rooftop where Darkwing is, and uh-huh. there's two dead dudes there. And oh. Cecil's like, he did it. Arrest him. Yeah. And Interesting. And Darkwing never admits to it. He says that he doesn't do it. Yeah, well, he literally says, I didn't get here in time to save them. And Cecil's like, yeah, because he's the one who killed him. So get him. You know what I mean? So it's like a very weird, like... Hmm. And he knows something. And so if yeah. Darkwing is... The first Darkwing is to be like Bruce Wayne, and he was worked that closely with Cecil, that must mean his protege might know something. Mm-hmm. Dude, that... Okay, that puts even more weight to your theory. Yeah, about, about Damien Darkblood. About Damien Darkblood and Cecil being yeah. the one I, having them kill Cecil Guardians of the Weasel. God damn it. Cecil the Weasel. I'm going to write that down real quick. Thank you. I'm glad you all I'm glad you like it. Oh, uh, hold on. I'm Did you here. get it? No, oh, I'm sorry. There's, there's two Ys in Weasel. I... Hold on, I misspelled it. Let me. You can laugh on my. He literally though. told you how to spell it. Two, I... two eyes. On in weasel. One more. There you go. That was too many. <laughs> <laughs> that was too many. Um, no, but yeah. So invincible. It ends with the explosion at the warehouse with mm-hmm. Angstrom Levy, mm-hmm. and the Mul- one of the Mulder twins gets away, and uh, I think an issue before we get the reveal that Robot has a smush body. Mm-hmm. In a, in a tank. And, oh, Donald's still alive. Yeah, and Donald has been alive this whole time. Yeah, Omni-Man did not destroy Donald, which is happy. Yeah. I was bummed about that. Which is happy. <laughs> which is happy. I'm trying to remember who Donald is. He's, He's the, the goofy-looking, chinless man. The Coulson. Oh, Donald yeah. Coulson. Yeah. Yeah. Just say Donald Coulson. Yeah, Donald What's Coulson. Don Cole. But, that sounds uh, like a drink. That's Coulson. Right, but yeah, I feel like we we walked away from this collection the same way I walked away from the first one, which is like kind yeah. of hungering for more is yeah. what it is. Feeling like I left a space uh, in a place that isn't quite where I would have wanted to stop off to talk right. about it. You know what I mean? Um, because it really just ends on a huge open note, which mm-hmm. is essentially just being revealed that the Mueller twin you like so much uh, yeah. survived the explosion. It's like, well, fuck, what the fuck? You know, yeah. like. And Angstrom Levy gets away. He's yeah. he's like, I'm hideous, I'm a monster. And so he leaves. And he teleports to another dimension? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, not, sorry, not teleports, because well, he said. Yeah. Teleport. And so, and one thing that, we, when he's taken off the helmet and, and causes the whole thing to go wrong, it's mm-hmm. because they're basically about to kill Invincible in front of him. And so he's saying, like, I don't, don't, want don't kill him. Like, yeah, I don't want blood on my hands. Like, I will stop you from killing him. But then once we get brain levy, yeah. um, he's like, I was telling them to kill him and he messed up the like it's like the information got like garbled in his no, head. No, I think he's lying to the Mueller. Yo, you think so? Yeah. Uh, okay, you think he's just deciding like he's saying the opposite of what he was actually doing yeah. in that moment. Okay. I wanted to believe that it was like garbled information in mm. his mind and he was like Like was, in multiple universes it happens differently. Yeah, he was like I was telling him to kill him yeah. and now I want him dead, you know what I mean? So I was like, dang, that's like and because that's some evil shit that does happen. You know, True. it's like having combined so many brains, the information would be like fucked. You know, it'd be I it think that's be almost yeah, interesting. It's almost impossible to parse, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, what if some of them did at that time want him dead? Exactly. While others didn't. Yeah, and there were so many of those yeah, goofy yeah. ass men just sitting around on these big ass like fucking Disney ride fucking cards. <laughs> I will say I liked the fact that he like was talking, you know, his own personal history with the one that we see him rescue and he's like, What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, Oh, I forget not all of us have lived the same life. He's like, yeah. So many of us are identical and that's mm-hmm. when we walk into the room of the mini Angstroms, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like the the League of Reeds mm-hmm. or whatever. Or the, what is the one from Rick and Morty called? Yeah, the, the Rickiverse, I don't know. <laughs> Where there's like a... Yeah, all the Ricks. The you you com- watch... Li- Committee uh, of Ricks or something? Yeah. yeah. You com- watch the Rick and Morty, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> you Rick that shut Morty. Shut the hell up. You, you Rick shut that. up, Phil. I Go Rick kill yourself. <laughs> I, well, I probably will now, okay? Dang, Phil, um, coming, in, coming in with the guns. Oh, a couple of Viltrums jump Alan the Alien. When he's at the main oh. hub planet, 
that I was oh, like, really? I knew he didn't die. Yeah. Because I had definitely seen a lot of artwork of him fighting alongside Invincible. Mm. But they beat him so fucking badly that oh, it's shit. like he should have fucking died. died. Yeah, he should have died he if he wasn't the modified <laughs> if he wasn't the modified beta ray thing that he is. Exactly. You know? Yeah. God, I want to have Seth Rogen's dumbass laugh coming out of that dead horse mouth so bad. God that's damn. A, that's actually an unfortunately amazing casting. <laughs> um, next week, we're going to be talking about Naruto. We're going to be talking about volume 53 it's Naruto. of Naruto. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. God, where well, is it? I was going to say, you know what we're going to do after this episode. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't find it. Do not. Where the fuck is it? Go home. Watch Naruto. That's Finally. what we're going to do. <laughs> Let's try it again. You know what we're going to do after we leave today? Go home. Watch Naruto. Oh, yeah. sounds, and read it. Yeah. Sounds like For fun. next week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll be uh, reading volume 53 yeah. of Naruto and I, watching episodes 245 through 249. Yeah, I kind of hand-plucked this volume. Uh, it is the, the birth of Naruto. Would you say arc. this is one of your so. favorite stories in naruto i think it is a fantastic story to pluck out of it and kind of hand to anybody who doesn't necessarily give Mm -hmm. two shits about the naruto universe i still think this is something that's got just fantastic storytelling Mm -hmm. um and like a lot of emotional pulls that'll be really enjoyable to kind of for me especially to finally get to see in the manga and put to page you know so i'm very excited to read it Mm -hmm. um and yeah you know like i said you get to it's easy to watch along to what i will believe is very similar content yeah with that episode guide so and i know jackal shit about naruto so this is gonna be fun do you know anything about jackals um or jackal shit um <laughs> I've seen all of Naruto. Oh, you have? Yes, I have. Have you seen all of Boruto? No, I haven't. I got a nice spicy Boruto from Taco <laughs> You know, that's, that's why I haven't seen it all. Because you Cause, took half of it. Because I keep eating it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's some bad news for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening to this fucking mess of an episode. Um, it, it was fun to record, mm-hmm. and I really uh, am glad to... Uh, I'm glad we we have an audience. Yeah. Thank, you thank you for being here. Thank you yeah. for being here. All honestly. three of you. Send, send us <laughs> a message, and we'll send you a sticker. That's Yo, the deal we got yeah, going on right hey, now. Because <laughs> we got stickers right now. Yeah. So I swear to God, you reach out to us, and I will mail your ass a sticker. Um, I mean, if you're reaching out past the year 2021, you have reached out too late. That's I'm true. sorry to say. Yeah. So, you will uh, not get a sticker yeah. at time of recording. You have maybe four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, come back next week. We're doing Naruto. Yay. See y'all then or see you on another time. Bye. Bye. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you.